What's happening, troopers? You're back with the 501st Com Chatter. Again, another little bit of a late episode. We can't help that. But yeah, you're here with me, Will, and my good friend and co-host. Rory, how are we all doing? Apologies, it's a bit late again, but like we said last week, our busy schedule sometimes overcomes us. Yep. Uh, sometimes we just can't do anything about it. But yeah, um, episode 32, I believe. Is it 32? Yep, 32, 32, yep. Bloody hell. That's gone so quick. <laughs> I can't believe it was like two weeks ago since we had Cam on. I know, that's, that's flown by. Seems like it was last <laughs> week that we did it. Uh, speaking of Cam, uh, his little gift that we sent him arrived. Uh, he has, we got him a little 501st action figure, he's put it with his collection. So yeah, little shout out to you Cam. <laughs> Hope you enjoy your gift. Uh, maybe me and Rory will do like a, a reveal with our gifts that he sent us. Yeah, be interesting. I'm kind of intrigued now to see what, <laughs> see what his idea is. So. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, thanks Cam for the gifts. I can't wait to see what it is. Me too. Right, so this week we're going to be talking about the latest Andor episode. And again, uh, the, the episodes just keep getting better and better for me. Um, I love the latest one. But before that, Rory, you got any news for us? Um, oh, I think, as far as everyone's known, Acolyte is beginning production and filming. Mm-hmm. And obviously we've seen the cast for it and... To be honest, I don't really know much of them apart from the guy from Squid Game. <laughs> so, uh, I think that's pretty much like the only one I know from the cast. And I think it's good because obviously we could get to see different because these actors could be really good, and well, they must be if they're getting for a Star Wars film series, so to say. But like bringing like well-known people involved as well, there probably is people that are probably trying to hide it a little bit. Yeah, but it's nice to see different faces. Yeah, I mean, do you think Yoda's gonna show up? Uh, I don't know. It depends how they they do the story, I suppose. I mean, because he is like we we know it's acolytes a hundred years before Phantom Menace, isn't it? Yeah, so he'll be he'll be around. Whether he's in it is another <laughs> question. I think depending on the story, like I said, depends on the story how that goes and how they do it. Do you think he should be in it? I don't think it's necessary as such because, but at the same time, who wouldn't want to see Yoda fight <laughs> some some other Sith? Like, I don't I don't know a lot personally about his eight hundred part part four of the Clone Wars or his. His lifespan, what he's been up to, but he might be in it. But I suppose we just have to wait and see. What about you? Yeah, again, like you, depending on how they uh, how they approach the story, you know, it might have nothing to do with uh, the Republic as such, you know. And if it's got nothing to do with the Republic, then it's not going to have anything to do with Yoda and the Jedi and the Jedi Council and all that. Um, But I would like like to see him in it. I feel like if you're going to have a project like this where it's a completely new 
time era, but one of the most uh, prominent characters in the franchise is alive in it. Yeah. I feel like he should at least show up, you know, even if it's yeah, okay. for like a little bit. You know, I'm not saying I want the whole story to revolve around him, but maybe there's a scene when one of the characters, you know, goes to Coruscant or something and meets a meets a Jedi and that Jedi being Yoda, you know. Yeah. I, yeah, because if you like look at the Andor series, we've we've obviously we've got Andor that we've known from Rogue One. Um but yeah, no, you know, obviously Yoda's turning up in the um is it Eclipse game? Is that what the game's called? Yeah. Star Wars yeah. He, obviously we saw him in the trailer for that. You know, just yeah, I just let him be there. It's Yoda. Come on, <laughs> maybe give him a bit of hair. <laughs> Might get to go that puppet again when we first saw in the Phantom Menace. Oh, I, I hope not that. I hope, please. <laughs> that was that was a bad move from them. But I, I think for me personally, now I I would rather see the CGI Attack of the Clones: Revenge of the Sith. Yoda than that Phantom Menace puppet Yoda. So. Yeah, I, I don't know. To be honest, I know it's CGI and everything, but like they, they they didn't think that through, did they? No. <laughs> so then it it, pay, it paid the price. I mean, yeah. Look at uh, if you watch it now on Disney Plus, the uh, they've changed the Yoda in the Phantom Menace to the CGI one. Yeah. Which. It does look a bit better, to be honest. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah. What? Uh, so, do you reckon? Uh, I can't remember his name. That's really bad. But the guy from Squid Games. Do you reckon he's going to be some sort of like Sith assassin or Sith follower um, or what? Well, from. From what I've seen, I think he seems to be like the main character, or one of the main characters, shall we say. So maybe he he isn't a Sith, but he becomes a Sith. Ooh. Maybe I I I like I don't know much about this. Actually, I know it's through a Sith. That's all I really know because they haven't really gave much away. Yeah, it's been very sort of. We're going to keep it tight-lipped about what we're revealing about this show, which I thought was quite an interesting move, but a good one. Yeah, but I think they can't... Obviously, I think it's coming out next year or something, or the year, year after. Next year, I believe. If they're filming it now, I'd imagine sort of next year it would be. Yeah, so I think that they need to um, release something, like, say, January time, like what? what the whole main story is. There could it could be out there already, I haven't seen it, but Well yeah, I haven't know. seen it either, you know. If if you guys got a better understanding of what the acolyte's going to be about and you know, get in touch, let us know. Right. Yeah, let us know. But obviously other news quick news, um I finally completed my Million Falcon last night. Ah, well done. Well done. Yeah, it's a good build actually. One had a little bit of a tick, a, a um, a little tickle up, tips up, 
but it got all sorted. <laughs> what what where uh, what was the problem with it? Um, there was a missing piece somewhere we didn't even notice it was. So because I can't remember how it happened, but we just knew something was off. So we was like, okay. Then was it like it one in. of the interior bits? It, it it was like outside but inside as well. She made. Ah, okay. It was it it didn't affect everything, but like once we noticed it, we kind of felt like we had to sort it out. Otherwise, it's gonna because we know it's not there anymore. We'll get annoyed <laughs> by. Yeah, when uh when I did the tank, uh, so there was a tiny little bit that was. It, on the inside of like the first compartment bit, uh, and it was literally just a block and a bit on top of it. Now I must have spent about an hour looking for this tiny little block. Right, I was looking everywhere. Uh, I'm when I make like when I do my Lego, like I keep it very neat. I know where everything sort of is at the bags. I'm like I don't open all the bags at the same time. Like, you know, I work on it very carefully. Spent an hour looking for this block. I gave up on it in the end. And then when I finished it, I was like, oh okay, it was just like an interior piece. So I don't even, you know, I'm not even gonna see it. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, yeah leave it i'm just gonna finish the tank and it just looks good i think the only problem with like the lego some sometimes i don't give you like enough information in the book mm-hmm. coming from an inexperienced lego enthusiast i mean now i've got now i've got um lego i want more because i've seen a mandalorian helmet at tesco's for club card price 48 quid Oh, and I've got forty quid off of my birthday money still. So it, it was tempting. Is that one of those like little helmets with like the display? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I'm actually funny you mentioned that. That I think rumored to be part of the next sort of Star Wars Lego ideas uh, is meant to be like a Cody and a Rex helmet. For um, that. If that is the case, then I'll be definitely whacking it on the credit card. <laughs> yeah, I'll be getting the Rex one of that. Do you do you have like a mindset of what your next uh, Lego set you want to do? No, not really. I mean, there's a few that I'm interested in. Obviously, like the Mandalorian helmet, um, the Darth Vader helmet I want as well. But it's just like. There's a few more, but like I need to work out. I need probably need to do some moving around in my room to make sure it fit because <laughs> the Millennium Falcon just fits, and it's not even the biggest one. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, the next one that I'd like, I'd really like to move up in terms of my set. You know, I've gradually been getting bigger. So I started off with uh, like the five hundred first trooper set. Then I went on to the uh, uh, oh, what do you call it? Federate like uh, the droid tank. I can't remember what it's called. Oh uh, right, yeah. So I went on to that set. Then I did the uh, Republic little tank with Mace Windu, and I can't remember what the little tank is called. 
Uh, so I did that one. And then I moved on to my first sort of bigger one was the X-Wing. Okay, yeah. Which I still got on my desk. Then after that, I went to the Bad Batch shuttle. And then after that, I then went and got the, you know, the Republic ATTE tank. <laughs> so, you know, I've gradually got bigger. Like, um, I mean, yeah, I would love, like, to eventually have, like, the Star Destroyer one. Because, but yeah. for me, I would, I would need, like, a proper workshop to do it on, like a table. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's not one that I could just do, like, on my desk. Because... <laughs> Yeah, I would be so mechanically about this. I would just be like making sure every piece is right. But yeah, that's too much yeah. money. I think that's the thing. I think we need to get um, a Lego, like not a Lego, a real enthusiastic, enthusiast <laughs> connoisseur Lego creator. Get him on the show. Yeah. Get on the podcast. Yeah, maybe can, we could. <laughs> he could talk to us about his Lego projects. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it may maybe um. Maybe we can look into um. Doing that episode with the Lego, the Lego person, he or she, whoever we get, mm-hmm. it like try and get it as a live YouTuber. Get like questions in and everything. Yeah, I'm up for that. Maybe you guys are. Up for that as well, because I think that'd be quite a fun episode. Because yeah, most most people are up for doing like Star Wars Lego, aren't they? Exactly. Who wouldn't? Who who would say no to Star Wars Lego? Now, what project or what um, set would you like them to release slash do? Like like a big one, not like a tiny little set where which is like. Rex handing over Ahsoka to Jesse or something like that. No. Something like a ship or something like that. Mm, I think I would I wouldn't say a ship, but like I think they need to do more Clone Wars like moments, shall we say. Okay. So for example, say even for example, like obviously I don't know, I don't know if they do the Jedi, they've done the Jedi Council Lego. I don't, I don't no, know. I think but maybe like instead of like the Jedi Council, but like do a Clone Wars when say for example where um, Ahsoka leaves the Jedi Order, so like you have Ahsoka like reaching out. Like giving Hanekin the the little little rat tail back, <laughs> that kind of thing. I think they need to do more moments like that. But maybe that's think... like a series they could do, like Star Wars moments. Because I think they've yeah. done like Anakin and Obi Wan on Mustafa, I think, yeah. but not as like but, but... a moment set. You know what I mean? You know how they released recently? It was like. Um, uh, like architecture, wouldn't it? It was like the Eiffel Tower yeah. or the pyramids. You could have like a moment, Lego, call it like Lego Star Wars moments or something. Yeah. And you've got like Battle on Mustafa, you've got like Vader versus Luke 
in yes. uh, Cloud City. You could have, you know, attack uh, the Geonosis bit. You know, I think that'd be quite a good set. Exactly. I think there's a, there's probably a lot of stuff they've got in mind, like just whether they think it's worth releasing and stuff. Yeah, I think uh, for me, if I wanted the next big set, I think I'd quite like. There's two in my mind. I'd quite like a big, um, that like troop transporter that the clones use on Kashyyyk. Yeah. You know the one with the like massive. I think it's like six wheels. It it literally yeah. looks like an eighty eighty, but you know I can't remember what it's called. Uh, one of those, or like maybe one of the uh, Mon Calamarian rebel capital ships, because we haven't really yeah. had anything like that. So yeah, let us know what you guys think. Yes, let us know your Lego ideas. Right, shall we get on to Andor? Yeah, let's do it. Right, now before us, we start talking about it, I have to ask Rory, has this show finally grown on you yet? Not really, no. I mean, I'm enjoying it. I wouldn't say, I'll, to be honest, I wouldn't say I'd watch it again. <laughs> I don't think it's like... I think the problem is with it, It was. it's not... It's, it's come out at a... It come out at a time where like people were respecting the tale of Jedi to come out in a couple of weeks after it. So it's almost like it's been used to fill that gap. And there's not much hype around it. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a, it's a very well-looked series, but for me, it's not really drew, drew me in as such as I thought it would, as I hoped it would. But the last... Episode 10 is probably the better one. That kept me in a bit more interested about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, latest episode. Um, just, again, such a good episode. And for me, centre point, Kino Loy, played by Andy Serkis, has just nailed this role. Like, I Personally, I, I think he's my favourite character in the show. Hundred percent. It's it, it's a good it's a good like like I said before it's a good good how we can see what he's like in a proper role. I know Snoke you can say it's a proper role, but to me that's not really a proper role because he didn't really it was pointless him being in the in the in the sequels in my opinion. Yeah, um, for me, what I like so much about Kino as a character. You know, the first episode that we see him in, he is this guy who he's like a leader in the system. He just wants to everyone to get on with their job just so that we all, you know, our sentences go down and we get to leave. That's his aim. He wants to leave, you know, and he doesn't want to do anything that will jeopardize that. And then at the end of the next episode, episode nine, we finally see this man who has been like a leader in this empire empire system of like keeping everyone in order, realize that 
they don't care about him or anyone. And then in this final episode, like latest episode, we really see him be like, no, I've had enough. There is literally one way out, you know. And I just, yeah, one of my favourite character performances by someone um, in the in the year, to be honest. Just so good. And I just think it's just it was, it was such a pointless ending for his his character <laughs> that we know of as it is. We never know. He might, he might make some miracle. Don't know. I don't even know what 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 they can do because they're gonna pretty sure know what's been happening and then fly straight to that. And he's gonna be there saying, "Well, sorry, I can't swim." <laughs> like our, all the things, like just saying, "I can't swim." I mean, I get it. Some people can't swim or anything, but in that kind of story, it just, I think they tried to make it as a comedy moment, but it just come come across as a pointless moment. Like, what's the point of him being there? I've seen a lot of people saying it's a very sort of heartbreaking scene, and in a way, it is. Yeah, because you know, he's done all this. He's got. He's basically helped get everyone out of the prison yet at the last minute he's like i can't swim now yeah it's very moving and andor looked like he was going over to save him like to take him with him but obviously he got pushed in and i just felt that with everything that you've done with this character there was no need to you know, we don't even see what happens to him, you know. Um, now, I have seen... I personally don't believe there's this rumour. I'm sure you've seen it as well. Lots of people, fan theories are saying Kino is Snoke. <laughs> or the template for Snoke. <laughs> personally, I don't believe that one at all. I think it was just a way... Kino was just a character that they felt needed um, someone like Andy Serkis to play. I don't believe Kino is connected to Snoke at all. So, <laughs> I mean, there's no like similarities to it whatsoever either. So, I don't know why people are speculating that. I mean, if it's right, then I officially don't know Star Wars apparently, <laughs> but. I think it's it's a very ambitious theory, and I, and we've heard a lot of ambitious theory. That just doesn't for me. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, I don't like, agree with that one. Like I know she's. You're telling me like one of the most like say at the time of the sequel, one of the most intimidating people can't swim. <laughs> like it doesn't. That's like saying our oh, Palp Palpatine. Like can't swim at night. <laughs> he he can't like he can't use the horse. I mean, you know what I mean. So, well, how do you know? Like, how, I, how do you know Palpatine can't swim? Maybe maybe he doesn't. Or they're uh, saying that he is from Naboo, which is got plenty of rivers and <laughs> oceans. <laughs> they probably just throw people in there. So if you can't swim, then you're gonna drown. Um. Now. I don't know if you've seen it. I've seen it come up a couple of times recently. Uh, like, going back to Andy Serkis. 
it's a behind the scenes footage and filming of the scene where Snoke takes Rey's lightsaber in The Last Jedi. When he takes the lightsaber and goes, Skywalker, I presumed, you know. When you watch when you watch the behind the scenes footage, when he takes the lightsaber, it wasn't it wasn't CGI. Yeah, I think I've seen this. Yeah, it's gen. It's like a practical effect. So he is like, I don't know how they did it, but they he actually took and caught the lightsaber. I I thought that was, to be honest, I thought that was pretty cool to see. To like as a visual effect, you know, something that you thought was just complete CGI, but somehow they found a way for him to. I don't know. It must have been on some string or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had to, to be, but yeah, like them kind of moments when you realise it when they when you know it's not CGI, it's just it's a nice moment because they actually they've actually tried to make make it more real life, shall we say? Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't save the movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't worry, I'm not saying that saves the movie at all. I'm just saying personally, I thought it was just a really nice little touch. So would you say um, episode 10 is one of your favourites now? or I'd say 10 was probably my favourite. Do you know what? No, I'm going to... Yeah, no, I'm going to say 10 is my favourite. And then I'm going to say, I think it was 6, the Aldani heist. I'm going to say was... is like my second favourite now. The problem with the heist now, like, there's nothing at the minute. There's no, like... Me, obviously, I know they've hurt the empire and everything, but like they've not really followed that story up because, well, you got the I can't remember her name, the woman that keeps like appearing now and again to see Val, Val, maybe, yeah, could be Val. She just appears now and again at Coruscant. Oh, yeah, the one who's um, Mon Mothra's cousin, yeah, like, like the empire doesn't seem to be bothered about it at the minute. I feel like, yeah. I feel like their their interest like clearly the way that they're they're doing the show. If you look at like the repercussions, they seem to be focusing on repercussions a lot of the Aldani heist. You know, all these sentences are being uh, extended unnecessarily because. Um, of the Aldani heist. Now, Andor isn't aware of this, you know, but they did bring it up in the jail. Like some of the, some of the prisoners were telling him about that. Um, yeah, I get what you mean. I feel like there's some story bits, which are just, uh, a bit un unsure of now. Like, I don't know what's going on on Ferrix with like Andor's sort of, uh, stepmom if you well not stepmom yeah. but like adopted mum really uh i don't know what's going on with her and that little group of people there um what i will say i do really like um i think my second favorite actor of the series is um uh oh, stellan uh stellan skarsgård as yeah, uh luther yeah, he's, he's just playing. He's just playing that role too well. 
but the, like he's his character is just so like he he doesn't he cares a lot but he's like if we get caught we get caught like at least we've tried kind of thing yeah i mean i thought that whole sort of monologue speech that he did on that platform when he was asked what he sacrificed i thought was just so good you know when he was like that guy asked him what have you sacrificed and he's like well kinship love family you know he's like i have sacrificed my life so that other people can be the heroes basically and be free you know and i think another thing what i like about him is it shows again like rogue one the reality of the rebels they've got a mission going on where they know 50 people are gonna die and they're like we have to sacrifice this 50 to be able to continue as a long-term rebellion you know and he's okay with that and that's something that we just haven't seen that much of exactly i think like his whole character is 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 the reason why the rebellion is the rebellion like he doesn't he doesn't care about the praise or anything he just cares like even when um the highest he was buzzing about a bit he like where some people would would claim that that like this is all my idea plan the kind of thing he just helped them go to the right direction let them do their business if they didn't if they got caught they got caught like but his old character it's just we we gotta die trying right, exactly you know if you look at um when he met saw Guerrera, you know and saw said to Lufen was the Aldani heist you? And he was like, we were invited, but no, it wasn't me, you know, even though it completely was him. Yeah. So even to what you'd say were his allies in terms of like rebels and that, he's still very selective on what he tells people. And I think, I just think he's just another great character, to be honest. Yeah, I mean the whole thing. I think they're gonna the next couple. I think the next two are the last two, aren't they, for season one? Anyway. Yeah. Um, I think there's gonna be some. The thing is, like, I know the whole the whole story is building up as like anything, but there's at the same time there's also too many stories going on. Okay. I I believe they could. There's like four, three or four stories going on about. Obviously, my Mothran, Cassian, um, Scar, Scar. I just feel like I, I, I know they're all trying to make. They're going to connect at some point, but I just feel like we're seeing one bit and then we're seeing another bit straight after. And like, it's just like it's a bit all over the place for me. For me, if I had to remove one of the stories in the latest sort of episodes of Andor, I'd have to say. The Ferrix storyline for me, I feel like that's just gone. Like, we don't need to worry about that anymore. That group is like, you know, what's the point? It's got no, I, I don't see it connecting to Andor anymore. Um, 
I'm quite in interested in the sort of imperial story with um uh what's her name? Um the Imperial Officer. Yeah, there's something there's something going on there, like I'm I'm still trying to figure it out. She's she's um very important to the story. I'm still I'm still keeping my word to it. Mm -hmm. She she's got something going on. Yeah. And then you've got the other weird guy who's just stalking. <laughs> yeah, it turns out he loves her. Um, yeah, I feel That's like he's I... playing with fire. Just you know, seeing her like that and grabbing her arm, I was like, oh, he's dead. He is dead. That's like you. You really are pushing it, ain't you, Sam? <laughs> like, it's it's a, it's a bit, it's not the right way to go, mate. No, not at all. Um, what do you reckon we're going to see in the final two episodes? Well, I think... Um, we're going to see... The thing is, like... They've kind of, like, at the end of episode 10... If, spoiler if you're not seeing it. Um, they've... They've just seemed to, like... There's, there's like, only two made it. So obviously Cassian and the other dude, but then again, like because all we know is they've been swimming. Some of them might have been tired and drowned. I don't know. They've not really. That's the kind of idea I've got. Unless they've anyway, I think they've all gone different ways so they don't get caught. I think that's but... the only the only explanation really. Like they've just decided to split up and. You know, because obviously one big group is a little bit easier to track than yeah multiple single groups. You know, um, yeah. So I think they're just gonna see Cassian try and go back to to the fight, shall we say? Go see, find, might bump into Scar, Scar. <laughs> just like, hey, what you did? What you did in Coruscant? Hey, I, I know, know you. I don't know, like, I'm not, it's the thing, like, I'm not saying, oh, the show's awful or anything. I, like, I do like the show. It's just not gripping me as I hoped it would. And I feel, it's just, I think maybe it may come better in season two. I think a lot of people would, would say the same because it's going to be more relatable to Rogue One as such. Mm-hmm. And people who love Rogue One will love season two. <laughs> what? Well, um, now, did you notice uh, the latest little like Easter egg in uh, Lufan's collection? Did you Which notice one was that? that? So he was working on. Um, he had some sort of tool, and he was working on. The same head piece Padme used in Attack of the Clothes when she went back to Naboo. Did you notice that? I didn't actually notice that, no. So you know when her and Anakin are undercover and she's got that like yeah. golden piece on her head? Yeah, yeah. Um, Lufen has got some tool and he's working now. Again, I don't know if it is actually Padme's head thing but it is identical to it so maybe it's a replica but 
I, I personally think that's her mm. headpiece. I don't know where he's got it from, but <laughs> it probably it probably it probably does make sense. That's the thing, though. It would be nice to if he knew where where we got where you got all this stuff. I mean, yeah, he's he's like a proper. Could you imagine? There's probably someone out there in the real world who's like their own Lufen, <laughs> like the real world Lufen. You know, he's probably yeah, got like, like all these screen worn collectibles. Got his own little shop. <laughs> it's, it's literally like one of them nerd shops, but in Spain. <laughs> Someone was in there. Oh, bloody hell! Like even if you like, you can't. If you stare to look, it's gonna be in heaven. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like, so far, it's a dream for Star Wars fans. You know, you walk in, he's got the Jedi and Sith Holocron, like, XXL edition versions. He's got Starkiller's, like, dark side armor. He's got what looks like Plo Koon's face mask. I don't think it is Plo Koon, but he's obviously got a species version of that. He's got a Jedi... Uh, temple guard helmet. He's got. Um, I'm trying to think of other things that I've seen. He's obviously he's got Padme's head piece. He's got um, a Gungan shield. He's got like a Mandalorian sort of Beskar armor. Like this is this is heaven for me. If I'm walking in there, it's just like what. I'm I'm playing I'm playing the highest nick and all that. <laughs> Lufen shop. See, see now there you are. That's a good little business idea for someone. Be some, just a shop with, or like a little collection of all screen used and worn stuff from Star Wars. Exactly. So, would you say this is one of the best, the better shows that Disney have made of Star Wars? I'd say, for me personally, I think so, in terms of um, its sort of grittiness and realness, right? So I was speaking to someone the other day about this, actually. And what I think makes Andor so good is it, it brings Star Wars into a world where you don't Every, you don't need to see the force, you don't need to see a lightsaber, you don't need to see a Jedi or a Sith. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um That Star Wars isn't just made up of a force, a lightsaber, and a Jedi and Sith. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like by showing sort of a more realness to it, a more gritty side, a more darker side, I feel like it's it's being more effective now yeah obviously kenobi show you know that was just like for me that was just pure nostalgia because of obviously you and being back as obi-wan seeing hayden again you know and seeing vader that was just like such a nostalgia that's why i loved it so much because you just see it and you're like this brings back so many memories i love it but andor's just got this sort of more realism, more realism to it, and I'm I'm loving it. I think it's great. Yeah, I mean, people can't. If anyone did question my, oh, I only like the force lightsabers. <laughs> I like Rogue One. 
didn't really oh you see you see a lightsaber but once in the whole thing yeah like I, I remember watching rogue one with my brother and my dad and we all just loved it it was something different but like this is what i wanted Andor to be for me like i said it before the graphics the cgi all the visual effects filming vision everything that's fantastic story like i like i like cassian and he's a very good character i I just want him i want to see more of him should we say i know it sounds silly but i want to see more of him in action okay because like even i think it was episode two when we seen andor walking we see it in the trailer where he's walking through that little bit with all the ships and everything like in his own back at his home Thinking like something's gonna get real, and then the next episode it was like nothing's happened. Like <laughs> you didn't. It's one of them things. Yeah, but I th- like I said, th- I like I like episode I like episode ten. Yeah, would you say it's your favorite episode so far? Yeah, I mean, I'd say it is because mainly for the prison, obviously seeing like even when um, it's quite funny, ironic, really, because Andor was not really. Didn't really give a shit about rebellion and hope and everything. Then I think he's kind of he's kind of realised in prison like all these people have done nothing wrong really. They're being trapped for no reason. That and he's like, if one of us don't stand up, then if, if we all stand up, they they ain't gonna fight back. And then he's kind of like understood what the rebellion is meant for. Yeah. So I think we're going to see another the next couple of episodes. We're going to see another his his perspective change as such, and start believing the rebellion a bit more. Yeah. Well, That's clearly, the vibe I got off it. Clearly, by the by the start of Rogue One, he is um, he is a full um, he's a full believer in the rebellion cause. You know. Like when he says to Jin, he says, some of us have been in it since we were six. Now, that might be the case, but he hasn't been a believer in it for, you know, all that time. You know, you look at him after sort of Aldani, he was just like, I'm done. I just want to go live a rich life on a beach in Blackpool. (laughs) that was a little joke, by the way, because obviously it was yeah. filmed there. But... Yeah, him having a nice little summer summer vacation. Summer vacation like, in Blackpool. But that's the thing, though. Like, like I said, he understood. I think he, be- he, he he wanted a rebellion, but like that other guy before he shot him, that he was doing it for himself. And yeah. then, obviously, being in prison, he's probably realised, actually, the rebellion needs people like me. Just that to because he, he he persuaded all of them them prisoners to even even um persuade oh, I forgot his name um Andy Kino Kino Loy Kino Kino Loy he even persuaded him to go right this is it like and once it once we see um Ula whatever his name is the old old man R I P oh yeah they 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 realise that they're not no one's getting out it it woke him up. So it took that to make him believe, and then now he can't swim. So, all right, Peter. Again, that for me, that's the thing that really disappointed the episode. Like, even if they killed him off, right? 
I think, imagine like everyone's getting ready to jump and it was like uh, Kino and um, Kino and Andor were like the last two to jump in or something. And some guard is like, ah, like comes up behind them or something. And Kino like pushes Andor into the water and like you see him, I don't know, take like a bullet, like, you know, like a blaster to the back or something as he pushes Andor. I think that would have made it even more, uh, even better episode for me. That's how I think they should have finished Kino. Because, <clears throat> you know, I feel, I feel like they needed a more honorable moment for him, shall we say? Yeah, because. That moment that I just come up with there, you know, could you, you'd you'd see that he he actually would have like sacrificed himself to save Andor, you know, yeah, and maybe that could have been a turning point for Andor in being like, I really have to. This is I have no love for the Empire. You you know you have to die basically. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think that's the like moment i think a lot of people would say i know there's a few people who probably would say that that was a good moment it was funny i just didn't it kind of it kind of annoyed annoyed me i was like everyone believing in and go oh by the way i can't swim guys so you swim away and i'll just stand here like, yeah, i'll watch you go i'll give you a wave off Bye. Just, <laughs> it, it just it just seems silly and, again, and yeah, again, he also like mentioned in his sort of rallying speech, you know, yeah. I'd rather die than go back sort of thing, you know. I'd rather die trying to escape than not. And then, you know, he didn't even try to... <laughs> but maybe if... But the thing is, maybe if um, Cassian could have just... Like, someone should have just pushed him, him in. And then maybe someone would have helped him, like... I think that's what Andor was trying to do because obviously he was trying to get over to him, and then someone's just been like, "Hey, no, get in the water." <laughs> I don't miss the verb. He must have, he must have fallen backwards. I yeah. Oh. Oh. Just. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think. Oh, there's. Sorry, my mic. Why I fell off the mic? So there I just <laughs> feel like it was a wasted moment. It like I think a lot of people would have wouldn't been asked if we just didn't see him again. Like even like that moment didn't need to be in there. I just don't think. Yeah. But so is your um, overall rating of the show changed or? I'd probably say overall now with the way that the story is going and being, you know, with like the prison and the characters that have been introduced, I'd probably give the show probably an 8 out of 10 at the moment. Yeah. Do you think, do you think this last episode is going to change it? Going to make it go higher or lower? I think it depends, you know, if we get a very boring, nothing going on episode 11, 
then yeah, I feel like it will bring the show down because, you know, it, the pacing would have just gone completely. And then it doesn't matter if you have every scene in episode 12 an action scene because it just, the pacing would just be so off, it just wouldn't be good. So I think what will determine how good this show season one goes will be how this next episode is done. Oh, cool. Good, good point. Good point. Um, right. What would you give it out of 10? Um, I can't remember what I gave it last time, actually. I think. think you gave it like a 7 or 6.5, I think. Yeah, I think... I think it probably was 6.5, to be honest. But I'd say it's a 7. It's a, it's a, it's a good... It's a, it's a good se- series. Like I said, it's not amazing. People may think different, but that's no. your opinion. But <laughs> I, I, I think it's a solid, good show. Yeah. That has has some flaws for me, as we discussed. Yeah. Um, like everything does. But... Of course, everything's got flaws. You know, we, me and you found major flaws in Kenobi. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have, have you seen Black Panther? Uh, I have, and uh, I loved it. It's amazing. Marvel back doing what Marvel should be doing, and that's good films. <laughs> yeah, well, we're officially out phase four Ooh. now. I mean, that's the last phase five. Here we come. I think, <laughs> I think, I think the next one's Ant Man, isn't it? Yeah, oh, I, believe, I think one. so. So, um, should we do Troopers of the Week? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, did you want to go first, or shall I? You go first this time. I think I went first last week. Cool. So, my guy this week... Um, basically, he uh, he's a um, bit of a Star Wars fan himself, and he collects Funkos. Now, I was a little bit jealous when I saw this, because quite lucky. So, he put... These are some Funko Pops. Oh, by the way, his name is Caleb Riggs. <laughs> Um, he uh, put these are some Funko Pops every Star Wars fan should have in their collection so I was like okay let's have a look and he starts it off with Commander Cody god damn it I want that Funko Pop (laughs) to be fair like Captain Rex is at a reasonable price compared to what Rex is shall we say oh Cody you mean yeah I mean, I have had, I did have a look after watching this video, and I can say, you're looking at about, he's gone down from about 120, 110, to like 80 slash 85 for Cody. Okay, that's interesting, interesting. So you did Cody, a uh, second one was like Boba Fett jetpack flying, so I think that's quite a rare one, because I've got... Book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, I got I got Book of Boba Fett, I think. Um so yeah, I think this one's quite a rare one, that one. Uh and then he's got Anakin from Clone Wars. Okay. Which I thought was interesting. Now I've got Sif Eyes Anakin. Um which, you know, mine one is real. Just in case yeah. you know, Rory was 
wondering. Uh, and in case he was wondering again, my Anakin has also turned up, so yes. <laughs> well, it's on its way, so Rory's not the only one now with the Anakin Chronotark well, and a clone, so... All, all, all I'm going to say is, obviously, make a little joke at my Anakin, Sifars were fake. <laughs> uh, I think we need to wait until yours, your Clone Wars comes out, because no, it no. Might, might bite you in the ass. <laughs> No, I'm going to be, it's going to be all good. He's going to be real and he's going to look amazing. Uh, then, now see, this is one that I think another special one that he's got in his collection. He's actually got Obi-Wan Kenobi from Revenge of the Sith. There's a Revenge of the Sith one. Yeah. Did, have you not seen it? I think I have. Is it the... Because it's got the red, it's different, it's a different type of box, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, sorry, apologies, I've seen that one, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, I think it is quite a rare one, though, that one, to be honest. Um, yeah, and that was like his little first part, but I mean, I enjoyed, you know, I enjoyed seeing his little collection, made me want to get, you know, get the, um... Get the Cody one at least. Yeah, I think if I, I'm happy with if I just get Anakin, Sifires, um, I get got Qui Gon, got Dooku, got Mace Windu. I kind of I need I want Plo Koon, I want Fisto. Kiari Monday. Don't think they have one. That's probably a reason <laughs> for that. I'll, I'd I'd buy it just to boot it. <laughs> I'll probably, like, I swear, if they make one, like, that's going to be, like, your gift from me, because I want to I want to see you open it and be like, you bugger. I think I'd, I'd probably set it on fire. <laughs> so if you, want to, if you want to waste your money, Will, then go ahead. You I'll see how much burn. they're charging for it first when they release it, if they do release it. It'd probably, like, be one of the biggest flops of Funko Pops ever. Because I don't think anyone likes that bloke. And, I mean, poor, poor, poor actor who has to play him. He just gets hated on. Yeah. Like, we think Jar Jar Binks had it bad. <laughs> like, this guy is no I, I genuinely can't think of someone seeing or I've seen a video where someone has said a nice thing about him. <laughs> like, the character, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> if they have, then they're lying. <laughs> they're just trying to get a reaction, trying to get views, likes, or whatever. I understand that, but don't do it with someone like that. It's just... So, yeah, so Caleb Riggs, you are my trooper of the week, sir. Congratulations. Congratulations with a wonderful collection of Funko Pops. Now, who is your one, Rory? So. His name is Zach, but his username is Saz Bennett. I could be saying that. Bennett. I could be saying that completely wrong. But he does a um, a video. He's in the rain. It's just every time I'm I wanted, I'm walking to my car, it's raining. I want to be like... And um, he does it where, you know, when Kenobi's in the rain and Taka clones, he's made contact with Minister of Camino and everything. He's got his Obi-Wan... Obi-Wan cosplay on just doing you know he's in contact with him telling him where he is with Django Fett and everything mm -hmm. it's, a, it's nice it's, it's, it's a pretty good funny funny video he's done it well he's, he's picked his moment 
So, <laughs> so yeah, I'll send it to you in a bit. You'll understand. You see, it's it, it. I mean, the only problem is if I'm being a bit overcritic, it's, it's in the daytime, not uh, the nighttime. So, uh, well, you know, obviously, you can't exactly plan the re- the weather yeah, schedule exactly. <laughs> if I'm going to be one of them guys, I'd say, yeah, it's not that. <laughs> well, maybe you but, can message him and say, here's a recommendation, do it in the night time. Only slight problem, it's light time. <laughs> like, doesn't work. No, but it, it's a good video, so he's my clip of the week. Nice. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> that's it from me. You got anything else? Um, no, we just got... Two more episodes of Andor. Um, maybe once it's all over, we can give each episode a rating. Yep. Maybe <laughs> maybe get get people to send voice notes in if they want to. What their opinions on the sh- uh, Andor was in two weeks' time. Ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So. You know, again, sorry for the day, delay in uh, episode. Um, it should be back to normal next week because next Sunday uh, I'm off to London Comic Con winter. Um, aim to meet a couple of people. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm looking at the guy who was the seven foot, I think he's about seven foot. Ukrainian actor who did all the stand-in scenes of Vader. I'm looking at him. Um, that guy from Andor is uh, is also there. He's been announced. Which one? Um, you know, I can't. Yeah, I should remember his name, but I can't remember. The guy who's in love with the Imperial officer. Oh, the stalker. Yeah, the stalker. He's there. Oh, they just yeah. If if you meet him, just say he needs to chill out a bit. Like, <laughs> like that that that's people get arrested for that stuff. <laughs> I'll say Rory says. <laughs> and if you want, try and convince him to come on the podcast. I'll see if I can meet him. Sadly, there's no Max Rebo this year, so. No, R.I.P. Rebo. They've done him. I I should I should have gone and seen Max Rebo last time, and I just. I was too nervous. It was just such a per- like a character that I, I was shaking. I couldn't. It's too much pressure. Exactly. There's a lot of pressure on seeing Max Rebo. I mean, who who wouldn't like Max Rebo? Yeah. This is why we, this is why we need business cards. Just, <laughs> just throw it to the stalker. Go, stalker, you want to stalk someone? Stalk our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come and come and be on the show. We'd love it. Um. But yeah, no, if you're listening and you're going, um, maybe I'll bump into you and we'll see you there. Uh, and if you're in cosplay as well, I'll keep an eye out for that because I might make you my Trooper of the Week just for your cosplay. So yeah, from me guys, from Will, may the force be with you. And from me, thanks for listening guys again uh, for the Republic. <laughs>